Alexa, CW Network, please. I couldn't find CW Network. Well, where can I watch the Waltons at? Here's what I found. No, that's cartoons. That's SpongeBob. I don't want cartoons. Viral video, a grandmother trying to work Alexa. You can hear the granddaughters giggling in the background, recording it and, and did what with it? Put it on the Snapchat or some other social media platform. Granny's now star. The TikTok. It sounded like you. Okay, did Alexa. Donna. Okay, thank you. Alexa. is in for this episode of the Cadillac Jack My Second Act podcast. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. It's a podcast where we talk about things you're already talking about with family and friends, conversations about current events and pop culture and music, plus endearing and often revealing stories about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. My name is Donna. I'm Caddy's wife. I don't want people to feel like, I hope we're not like getting down this territory where, um, you know, we always said if we ever did something together, we didn't want to be like that married couple that was constantly like, hey, 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 picking on each other and all that stuff. So anything we talk about is real. And and I feel I don't want anybody to think I've been picking on you a lot lately because last podcast we talked about how you were a Karen. This podcast, what I want to talk to you about is, are you having vision problems or something? Because Yes, I am, as a matter of fact. Okay, because the texts that you're sending to people are just like, what well, a lot is of that, well, going listen, on? It's the glasses, first of all. But it also has to do with the fact that if I'm traveling, if I'm driving, not I don't drive and text, text and drive. But if if I'm in a hurry and I have several texts to send out, then yes, letters and numbers get wrong. But you know, you can just hit your little microphone and talk I don't into know how it. To do that. Okay, I'm going to show you tonight okay. again. Yeah. These are just life hacks. I have the iPhone 11, and I bet I only use about eight percent of it for. Let me help you. Okay, but I mean, like crazy stuff like, like that for you instance said. pull one up well, just like charlotte told me well she was telling me that you said because i said something like you sent me one this morning i'm like what is this man saying and she goes would that man be dad and i said yes she said he sent me the craziest one the other day mom something like i thought he'd fallen down the stairs or something it was something like i am coming down the snacker snooker snacker snooker <sighs> and we were just trying to tell the stairs and the stairs and then you texted preston something like have a good weekend and it was it was misspelled like a wickle wackle wickle yeah. but press pt in in his his humor responds back with i hope you have a great wickle spelled it the exact same way as well yeah i don't know you sent me what it's just like it's just crazy stuff and i'm like okay, but it's not crazy stuff i can't i'm in a hurry or i can't see okay so let's talk about the vision mm-hmm. situation what is going on okay right, well i haven't had actual glasses shelby is pop peep shelby is going to come at us about this because she's a. Uh, an optical assistant or whatever. ophthalmologist. Yes, that. Well, yes. she's not the doctor. Well, the, just like anybody, the helper. But they're the most important people. Of if you are. are listening and you are a dental hygienist or you're the assistant to the ophthalmologist, a paralegal in a law firm, paralegal in a law firm, you run the law firm. You run it. I mean, do not kid yourself. And we know this because anybody, the nurses with the pediatricians, they're the ones who do everything. Secretary at your school, hundred yeah. percent. So, um, I have not had a prescription set of glasses in years and i've been relying on readers as my full-time eyeglasses which is dangerous it is it is and so i sat i broke a pair last week and i went to cvs actually just yesterday and i bought these and put those on for me if you don't mind they, they okay, are what, right what prescription are you? I don't know. I don't I'm, know. Well, see, I'm blind. I'm know. like negative three, well, two, horrible. five. I can't see. I can't but read. But these are nice. Are those good for you? Yeah. I think they're 2.0s. Oh, okay. What are they, What are you giving me? These are dirty, though. They need to be cleaned. Oh, those are nice. We should just swap glasses. Let's swap. Okay, okay let's do right. it. Well, we solved that Wait, problem. Oh, my gosh. These are great. What are these? I think those are yours I stole. That's the other thing. Like, when you get to be a certain age... And I used to, well, no, but I used to laugh about this. And I thought it was actually kind of endearing. Like our old boss, Victor, and his wife, Susan, they were so cute. When they would go to dinner, and we were like in our 30s, they would share like reading glasses, Uh like to see like the menu or whatever. And I I just remember thinking like, that is the sweetest thing. Like, it's just this like, you know, those little things that couples do that you're just like, oh my gosh, it's so sweet. Now, as an old person, you and I do that all the time. And I don't even know that it's sweet, but it's just like, it's it's necessary. 
You know what I mean? I'm like, I can't see. Can I, can I give your, I've had people come in like to my store and say, um, I can't read that price tag. Can I borrow your glasses? And then what kills me is when people put your glasses on, they want to comment about your prescription. It's like, I'm loaning you my glasses. And they're like, oh my God, these are strong. Yeah. These are strong. You're blind. It's like, of course I am, but I'm not asking you. I'm not forcing you to wear my glasses for heaven's sake. Step back. Yeah. Well, maybe that's what's going on is it's a combination of both, but you need to get like, cause see, I only wear my readers for readers. I don't, I wear them all the time. Yeah, that's not, but you need a pair of eyeglasses. Tell me about it. I've needed them for years. Okay. Well, let's just go. We'll get, we'll get around to that. Oh boy. All right. I want to say hello to two new pod peeps of the My Second Act podcast. That would be Jennifer Snydecky. Fantastic. With uh, Hall, Gilligan, Roberts, and Chan Lever, law firm. And also Joel Willis, who is general manager of the Bear 92.5 in Atlanta. And is technically, I guess, one of my bosses now. And yeah. Great guy. Been around radio. Worked for Clear Channel at one point years ago. I didn't know that until just yesterday. He worked for Clear Channel. Um, but now is old Joel just listened to one episode or is yes. he invested? No, no. Well, just like Jennifer Schneidecki. He's just listened to the most recent episode. Are they invested? Uh, yes. Okay, good. So Joel says to me, I tell you what, that wife, that's your wife, right? I said, yes, Donna. She sure gives you hail. Uh-oh. Yeah. I said, she does. She does. So, yeah, back off. Uh, okay, but that's what I was saying in the beginning. I'm not. I'm just like, these are things that are going on in our lives that we talk about. Google is paying for this ad to show up in your social media accounts. And coming up here in just a moment, we're going to have a conversation about it because I wonder who is the, uh, who is the, the, the customer or the client that they're the going target after. market. Right. Thank you. The target market. Uh, also be a great time to talk about the fact that, that, that the big reveal 2021's most popular searches in America for Pornhub. Okay. We're going to go back to the old Pornhub. It just came out today. And no, we're not going to go there. Of course we're not. Mm -hmm. Google says that now they have a feature where you can delete your entire search history or just the last 15 minutes of your search history with one single tap. And the last 15 minutes of your search history, uh, search history is gone like in three seconds. That's when you need to do something quick. But for what reason? Well, I'm thinking of a couple things. Like if you're a, if you're a young man and you um, have just been looking at some videos or something and your mom and daddy come in and they say, what are you spending so much time looking at these videos for? And they're like, let me, let me see your phone. Let me see your phone. Young man. Young man. Then you just hit that ding-a-ding button and oh, it, it's it gets rid of your ding-a-ding. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or if you're a shady, shady, shady husband. I mean shady. Or wife. Yeah, shady husband. And you're like, you know, half listening to your wife when she's asking you questions and telling you really important things. And you're like, uh uh-huh, yeah. uh And like, you don't answer them appropriately. Like, you're like, did you know that my mother's really ill? I'm glad. You're like, okay, I got you. I got you. Now you're in my sight. Okay. Or like you say, did I tell you about my friend Wanda? And you know, she's whatever. She's. Bloated. Yeah. Having a hard time. You know, has to get her foot, has to get her foot amputated. Right, right. Horrible. And you're like. That's, that's awesome for her. You're like, okay, now, now I got you again. You weren't listening. You're not listening. And you're like, what are you doing over there on your phone? You're on your phone all the time. Who are you talking to? Who are you texting? And you know what they say? I'm just over here doing some work. Okay. Uh, let me see your phone, Jimmy. Well, then Jimmy's not going to give you a phone because he's not like your child. And he doesn't really have to give you a phone, you know? But then when he doesn't give the phone, is he more sus? So what Jimmy does when you're not looking is he takes his pinky finger and he just pushes that button. The, the, the swipey, swipey gone button. Yes. And then he's like, here, Heather, you can see my phone. Now. Nobody's, I'm not doing anything. I think it's interesting that the, the time mark for this is 15 minutes. It's just erases 15 minutes, the most recent 15 minutes of your search history. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's because it takes 15 minutes for people to find a man, it or something? Well, no, a man to. I don't know. All right. I don't know. Just again, this is like the conversation we had and we're getting ready to have it. We're going to have it all happen in your, um, in your keeping rooms and your dining rooms again, because you're trying to get all fancy during the holidays and you want to play some loop of your Grand Canyon adventure with like Holly Jolly Christmas and some crap's going to come up from your husband or your wife's camera roll that you had no intention of coming up and it's going to create problems. So my general rule in life is live above board. 
Stop being sus. Are you able to preview the photos before they before they cycle through? You can, before but it gets upload them or something. Yes, but it gets tricky because like sometimes like you think you delete it, but you didn't delete it. Next thing you know, somebody's you know what pops up and you're like, mm. What is that? What is that? Who whose is that? Yeah. And it's always the kids that call you out. Mama, who's what your madubie is that? What are you talking about? You know, and you try to quiet them. Come in here and get you something to eat. Let distract them. Get away from the TV. Yeah. Yeah. You spend too much time there. Just don't be sus. Okay? Live a live a normal, happy, above board life. And you won't have to worry about any of this crap. But for Google to pay, can we turn that off? Uh, okay. For for Google. I'm getting an alert from Jim. <laughs> who's Jim? I'm kidding. You want to see my phone? I gotta hit the button. No. Okay. Google must know something about us that we probably know but just don't care to admit. Because they're 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 spot these are paid sponsor posts that are showing up in my social media. You mm. think it's mine specifically? Probably because oh. you're sus. You could be sus. Okay. Are you sus? I set you up for that. Uh huh. All right. Let's get the conversation about how being busy all the time is not a good look. Well, Let's I have that conversation. Well, I told you I thought we kind of talked about it, but um, okay. So what the gist of the conversation is, and we have kind of touched on it, is that. People are proud. And I think it's mainly, and I was looking at this, a lot of it, um, a lot of it is women. And I hate to say this. I always, I don't want you, I don't want men to think that I'm like anti-man because I am not. Let me tell you. I mean, have you all seen it? You've seen Eric Church lately. Anywho. Um, but basically, I who, think. Who else? Who else do you, do you, do you right now, what do you think is attractive, hot? Because we're going to see Air Church. If you're listening on Upload Day, we're going to Greenville, South Carolina tomorrow night. Well, you, you, know, you know, I've got that weird thing with Hardy. Oh, my God. I know. Uh, I know. I know. I know. And Morgan Wallen. I know. All right. That's it. Move on. Yeah. Okay. Where were you going? Yeah. That's, they're, they're, they're very much the same. And that guy that plays for the Braves, not Freddie Freeman with the teeth, but the Jung Jung. Like the him. pearl, the pearl, yes. the pearl. Oh, and I love that Trey Young. He's so cute. I'm going to put him in my the pocket. Hawks, God, I love him. I won't put him in my pocket. All right. Um, okay. Anywho, um, back to it. But I think women are busier than men because I think we think we have to just do everything. And I'm bad about this. Like you'll say like, okay, well, how can I help you? And I'm like, well, you can't. And sometimes you just can't. And I'm not trying to be a martyr, but you just can't because there's just some things that are going to take a lot of, by the time I sent you who the teacher is that you need to call the person in the administration office or the person that's not keeping up with the attendance properly, then it just becomes a thing, you know, and it's like by the time you do it, you might send somebody all the stuff. You might as well have done it. Um, but being busy is not the best thing in life. Well, it used um, to be like a badge of honor. It did. And so what, what, it, what the article was saying is that some people perceive being too busy as a sign of success or a flourishing career. This can be true because sometimes you're just busier. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be constantly overworked and overwhelmed has more detrimental than positive effects. Being crazy busy implies stress and our body can only take so much pressure before it activates the stress response and runs on survival or panic mode. I think that's where I am. I'm in survival panic mode because I don't have a whole lot of Christmas shopping done. But anyway, stress can be helpful and motivating to some degree. And I do think there are people, and you're one of these people, who works better under pressure. I, I do. Like purposefully put yourself under stress Big to projects. get a project done. I, I wait until the, the last little bit because- I do a little bit that yeah. too. And kind of like, like it almost has to get really bad and then you do the whole project. Instead of doing it in stages. Right. Like even like with a house and stuff. Like- I used to be a constant person who would constantly pick up, constantly make the beds up, constantly do this. I just don't have time now. And there was a moment in my life where I decided when I went back to work, and it was when I was working downtown, where I was like, you know what? I'm just going to have to let this go or it's going to drive me crazy. So I didn't want to be OCD about it. But then I think I swung too far to the other side. No, you didn't. And you didn't. But, but now I'm just like, it has to almost get, like you just let it get really bad and then you just bite the bullet and do the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. And when you wait to the last minute for a project, whether, you know, it's, it's work or personal or school, whatever, you, you know that the pressure's on because that deadline is not probably not going to move, you know? And so you feel the pressure. That's, and that's where I work best. Okay. So this is, and I, I think I have all of these. Right. I'm going to call myself out. So um, here are some signs that you, your busyness is out of hand. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. You're going to love this. Number one. Right. I was always looking for something. Car keys, phone, yeah. wallet, jewelry, eyeglasses, documents. I think the people 
at the new radio station where I worked on it think that I, I have no mind at all. I'm always losing things, whether it's at a Christmas parade, my keys, or a phone. I was at a lunch this week with a with a, a client, a partner of the radio station. And I get up, because I had to go jump on the air. It was 3 o'clock. And we had lunch like two doors down from the radio station in Fayetteville. And I run back in because I panic because I don't have my phone. I'm, you know, you know pat your ass cheeks, you know, mm-hmm. or men do anyway. You, I don't know where you ladies keep yours, but men normally have them in their back pockets. And I, I don't have it. I start to freak out. And so I dart back into the restaurant. Everybody's still seated. And I say, oh, my gosh, I'll leave my phone here. And one of the, the clients at the radio station looked at me and says, Caddy, it's in your hand. It's so bad. It was in my, I was carrying it. I've done that with my glasses before. I'm like, where are my glasses? Where are my glasses? And the kids are like, they're on your head. Um, so that's one. We do that a lot. I'd get inappropriately infuriated by the smallest things. Yes, to you. Um, stress made me a grumpy, unhappy, moody woman. I'd get angry of the smallest mistakes of others and get irritated by just about anything. When you are stressed, our minds are so overloaded, we're unable to logically and calmly process situations. So I am going to really call myself out on this one. And this is something that I'm just like, I had to call my mom today and actually apologize to her. And I felt so bad. Yesterday, um, I had to take my mom to get a booster shot for her COVID. And um, uh, I had taken my charger to my phone into work. And I just didn't put it back in the car. I normally have one in the car. But for whatever reason, the one I had in the car wasn't working anyway. So took her down for a booster and I couldn't get a charger on the way down because she had a specific time that she had to be there. And so got that done. We left there. We were actually down downtown. The place we had to go get the COVID shot so that she could get the one she wanted was like downtown. Hugh Spalding. Okay. So get back on the connector and I know I'm going to lose power in my battery. And I hadn't talked to Charlotte all day because I left the house super early and I hadn't talked to her. And you were down you know, at the radio station. And I also had two people, one of them who was relatively new at work. So my battery dies. And I I'm like freaking out because we got stuck in traffic. And so it was like so long and so long. And I, I you know, I had called Charlotte a couple of times on the way down and she hadn't picked up. And my mind just started going all these crazy places. Like, Nobody can get in touch with me. What if something actually did happen to her? Um, you know, what if something happened to the people at the store? Need me? Like, I just, it was driving me crazy. And I was kind of snappy with my mom. And she was like, well, why don't you just pull over and get a charger? And I'm like, well, because I was on the downtown connector, there was nowhere to pull over. University Avenue. Yeah. And so then I get stuck in traffic on 400 at two o'clock in the yeah. afternoon. Can't get over to get it. And I just was like, kind of like not the nicest person in the world. And I'm thinking to myself, self, you're with your mom. This poor woman doesn't see you very often and you don't see her. You went for so long without seeing her. And there are people who are listening to this podcast right now who don't even have their moms, including you. And her thinking, you know what? A, you know what? But it was just, I think it's what how we've become so, so worried that if our boss can't get in touch with us, if someone can't get in touch with us, if, you know, that we're something's going bad is going to happen. And we're going to be, held responsible for all the world's problems. And I just, I, I, and I know this is such a silly conversation because of course we all wish this would happen and it's not going to happen. But I seriously long for the days where you just, we just weren't disconnected. And not because I don't want to hear from you or you don't want to hear from me, but I'm not talking about talking about with your family, but just how much it just takes away from living in every moment. There are countries one in particular, and I can think of it off the top of my head, where they're saying now that your company, your bosses cannot reach out to you after hours. Yeah. Or they get fined. Like Certain the government. Yeah. So I called my mom today. I said, mom, because she was really worried about Charlotte too, because then I had whipped her into a frenzy, right. you know, and meanwhile, she's studying and sleeping. And so I, um, I called her today and I said, listen, I just want to apologize because I do not get to spend a lot of time with you. And I feel like I was very stressed out yesterday. And she, you know, my mom's so sweet. Just like everybody's mom is. She's like, it's okay. Don't worry about it. I was worried about Charlotte too. But I was just thinking like, stop it. Just stop it. Stop worrying about, you know, who who can't get in touch with you at any given moment. You know, and like somebody will text you and maybe you're like super busy and you don't text them back. And that's why I have great friends because they they don't hold me accountable. But I don't think you should also have to feel like you have to put in, I meant to send this. I'm so sorry. It's been so many days. Because again, I'm doing this and I'll get back to you this time. Again, do you think in the old days when like someone called our parents and they rang the house phone, ring, 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 and no one was home, 
Did our parents run home from the village pizza inn, pick up the phone and call Miss Judy and go, Miss Judy, I'm so sorry. We missed your call. We were eating. We were eating. We do it three times a day. Is everything okay? Of course, everything's okay. Life goes on. You know? So. Work emails too. You know, you're trained or we're trained to think even on vacation, you have to respond to emails immediately or even a text message. If it's Absolutely. a friend, you know, it's just, uh, we're conditioned that way. Okay. So the last ones, we won't go through all these, but, um, last ones are you wake up every single day feeling tired. Wah. Yeah. I frequently experience headaches. Mm. I, don't. I constantly feel a vague feeling of unhappiness. Yes. Mm. yes. I don't. Massive. Yes. Okay. Well, depression. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Is that from being busy though? No, I don't No, No, it's just from life. life. Yeah, life. Like that. We just nailed that together. Just life. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've talked but it about it. But it goes, mine goes in, like it's either, there's no in between. There's no middle no. ground. It is, no. well, hello. Yeah. <laughs> it is the lowest of the lows. Yeah. And it can swing to the highest of the highs. And yeah. then And then go back, just like a pendulum. But the the the, the innards of it, are, I'm never there. That's never like my, my territory. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, that, I mean... Yeah, that could be, I mean, okay. No, finish. Well, I mean, like that can be manic depression because like if you're high, high, high or low, 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 but you never have any of the middle part, you do have the middle part. Well, that's every day. What do you mean? Well, the, your, your your level of depression every day is the middle part for me. Okay. And then you either swing to the right, you swing to the left, high or low. All right. And do you think that, because you and I have talked about this, mm-hmm. but do you think that you are, do you think you've had this forever? I don't. And you just weren't diagnosed with it? No, I don't. Okay. No. I don't. I think after after my heart attack. Yeah. I mean, do you not agree? I do. There was a, definitely a change. All right. Wonder why what what created that though? Well, I think if you talk to anybody that, that's a heart attack survivor, there's depression. If you didn't have it already, you it's it's going to be become a big part of your life. Because I I don't have the answer to that. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. Hmm. No, I'm just interested in it. I don't mean it like in any sort of way. I mean, I'm just interested in it. I know that when we used to do some of the Welp Start stuff and we would talk to people who were young heart attack survivors, they definitely had the same thing, experienced levels of yeah. depression. But I, I guess my, my hum was, I wonder if it, if it, I guess it does, if it stays with you. Or if it's just for that, for a certain time period afterwards. No, I think with anybody, it stays with you to a certain degree. But I think also that you should be celebrating the fact that why are you depressed that you survived a heart attack? You know, you should be, and it's not really, that's not what the, the, the core of it is. But if it's tied to that event in your, a cardiac arrest in your life, then shouldn't it be the other way around? Well, maybe, but I also think that that is one of those moments where um, I just think you become, I think when your life gets paused for any reason, forever, how long, um, I think you become very aware. I think up until then, I mean, not everyone is this way, but I think up until then, there are some people who just roll through life, you know, and they're not feeling their feelings. They're they're here, they're there, no. they're, they're kind of numb. And I mean, they could have had, depression, but they weren't really plugged into it. It was masked yeah. or hidden or buried. Right. And I think after your life kind of gets like ding, paused, and then restarted, everything feels more real. So I think you're just more in touch with your um, feelings and emotions. I will say that's one thing that I'm really proud about. I had someone say to me the other day that listens to the podcast that they're, they appreciate our transparency on mental health. And I do feel like since we've started it, because we're getting ready to wrap up um, another year. Mm-hmm. And I think that the one thing, if, if I've listened, I, I just happened to listen to an older episode during COVID. And there are moments during this podcast where we haven't been the happiest. No one is, you know. And I, I don't think that we come in and try to put on a mask and make it all better. I mean, it is what it is. There's, you know, I've said this before. There are some good days and there are some bad days and there's highs and there's lows. But I think that, um, I don't know, I think it's been a very interesting, and I say always say two years or whatever, but I think it's longer than that. But I just think that 
What I love about the world we live in nowadays is that mental health is openly talked about. And I think I will say this. I think it is taken. It's talked about so much that some people are like, you know, because I think some people think people use any form of mental health as an excuse for anything. You know, I'm not feeling good today. I have anxiety. I'm da, 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 da. seasonal depression. You're hearing that a lot, right? Uh, now, yes. People. Or, oh my gosh, I'm so, um, I'm so scattered. I have ADD. I, I think that if you actually have those things, because I genuinely have ADD and it's really, really bad. Um, and it's peaking right now. I'm having a really hard time with it. I want to be honest with you because I'm so overwhelmed that it's almost the balance is way off. Um, but also if you, if you do have depression or if you have a real anxiety, which I also have, I'm kind of a mess really across the board, but everybody is, but it, it feels differently. It feels different than just, wow, I'm nervous about getting on this plane. Anxiety is like going through, um, red lights and, oh my gosh, I hope this light doesn't change to red because if it changes to red, that means something really bad's going to happen. And it's almost like, you know, compulsive thoughts that you can't turn off. So I think the most important thing is to recognize that we all have our little bag of crap and you're not alone and you're not weird. I mean, I am kind of weird, but weird people are cool. Quirky people are some of the coolest. Yeah. I think. How do we get here? Uh, I don't know, but it's okay. It's okay. Um, I said on the radio show the other day, and I probably said it on the podcast too, that you really have no idea what your friends, your neighbors, your family members are going through. Yeah. You know, people people protect their um, private personal stuff or attempt to anyway. And um, just be kind to yeah. everybody, you know? I mean, because you, you have no idea. And, yeah. and, and there have been recent days where I, I've just been in a, in a prob- just a, a horrible, horrible, horrible place. But when you walk out the door, you drive to work or you go to the grocery store, you, you present this or you attempt and try to present this, this person who has it all together and who's in a clowns and balloons and, and, and unicorns shooting sparklers out their ass. Isn't that your line? Yeah. But I think that's exhausting for people who are truly going through something. I think to try to mask it and to make other people feel better by being happier, um, or turning on happiness, it's exhausting. Um, Sometimes you just have to um, get through it. And, and, and sometimes it's situational or sometimes it'll get better the next day or, you know, whatever. But um, you're right. And I think that, you know, behind every bit of gossip, you and I were talking about this the other day, that if I read a certain something, then I might be like, oh, my gosh, this is juicy. But then I would say, hey, oh, wait, there's like this entire family or there's kids or there's, you know, repercussions. You know, so I just think, yeah, it, a little kindness goes a long way. Always some compassion. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't celebrate other people's missteps. You probably have said before in your life, "Wow, it doesn't feel like Christmas." Sure, doesn't feel like Christmas this year, but this year I mean it when I say it. Do you, do you agree with that? Like it's it's come quick. I yeah. think for most everybody, yeah. it's come it's come fast. You know? Yeah. And there's things that I've just like, we were joking on the podcast about the lights, but I've like, I'm just like, I'm not doing that. I don't have time. And, and not that I even have time, but there's not enough time left in the month to enjoy them. And then like, we're late on our tree, um, getting everything up. Well, I'm it's still, it's still falling. <laughs> I'm way behind. The branches are still falling. I'm way behind on my, um, presents. Well, we, we are. Way yes. Behind. Way on behind on presents. I'm not doing a Christmas card this year. And I am not going to stand in the place where I'm like, I don't care. I don't feel like celebrating Christmas. I do. Like I'm actually, I do. I just honestly, like going back to the busy article, I haven't had time to prepare for Christmas this year. However. It's, it's a week from this coming Saturday. If you're listening to upload day. Yes. Nine and days. Christmas is always in your heart. Do you love of that? It is. Yes. Yeah. Of course it is. Um, are there any, are there any little kids listening right now? I would like for you to, um, find them something else to listen to for a minute. Okay. Let's give them a minute. All right. Well, okay. And okay. Action. And scene. Have you ever been as excited to get rid of anything as when we got rid of that damn elf? <laughs> Fisby. Yeah. So many stories. Oh. You know, every family has stories. Everybody there. has them. Uh, their elf, like the time Charlotte found him in a, a well, here's a, what a happened. Trunk yes, in a closet. No, no, it was an ottoman. Yes. So what happened was, our, you know, every family names their elf, elf on the shelf, as you know, and then it has to do all these mischievous things, which 
I, I mean, everybody talks about this, but I would be laying in bed and I'd be like, damn, I didn't move that because you yeah. got to move them. And then there was a time when Nana was staying here because the, every family has different rules with your elf, but most elves on the shelves, you're not supposed to touch because you don't want these kids playing with this elf. And Nana had no idea and he had fallen over. And I'll never forget. She was like, I, cause I saw it. I was coming out of the kitchen. Her and Olivia were coming down the stairs. Yep. And Nana was like, oh, look at the little fella. He fell over and goes to touch him. And like Olivia almost pushed Nana down the stairs. You can't touch this Yeah. And then there was that whole thing. And I don't know what damn kid started this at Charlotte School. But somebody brought in when Learning Express was a big deal. Do you remember Learning Express? How much time we spent over there with those damn birthday buckets? North Point Parkway. Yeah. If you're listening, you've had a birthday bucket. And somebody brought in a reindeer. And then that whole reindeer thing started. Where the reindeer had to have clothes, and then the reindeer had to be part of the action. And I mean, I've done you get you do some sort of twisted stuff with the elf because you just get over the whole thing. You entertain yourself with them. You do entertain yourself with them. However, what happened was the elf is always supposed to leave for us. Thank God on Christmas Day, he magically would just head back to the North Pole. So um, remember, we gave you a warning about your kids. So the elf, I was in a hurry, and so I put him in the ottoman. And I forgot about him. Well, because it has a, it had a top to it. had a right? lid, yeah. yeah. And I forgot about him. And I'm, I'm like, you know, later when the kids aren't around, I'll get him out. So, of course, like in June, Charlotte's in there watching something. And she opens the ottoman. And I hear this, like, death scream. And I come running in there. And she's like, oh, my God, Mom, Fisbee's in here. He's dead. He's dead. So, I mean, I don't miss a beat because I'm a pretty good, you know, storyteller. So, I said, well, here's the deal. He was probably trying to get back to the North Pole. The dog scared him. He climbed in there and thank God you have opened it because he's been stuck here. Like Santa has been down an elf. Got to be careful in this house when you open an ottoman. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. So he went, he magically went, he magically went back to the North Pole. But that elf, I mean, he was like, oh God, you know, what, what is that? I told you I'm going to clean up the studio, but this is a, um, this is a prop that I use. Okay. For the radio show. Right. This is Robbie's, he's having the morning show mm-hmm. with Cal. This is Robbie's empties that I find oh, all in the studio. Does he like that? Appreciate uh, I mean, that? It doesn't matter. I love okay. It. All right. All right. All right. I say, Robbie, if you if you recycled your glass, your empties, I, I bet you'd make more than you do here at the radio station, the Bear 925. Mm. Well, anyway, it is that season. If you have little ones, listen, enjoy that elf magic because when it goes away, it goes away. And, and there's a lot of different um, opinions on the whole like Santa Claus thing. Like my thing was like, I, I mean, like I still, like if you're listening, I believe in order to receive, you must, must believe. believe. There are some people who want their kids to know truths and non-truths and all that stuff because they don't want to hear them from other kids. I was always a firm believer of like, I'm not destroying my kids' magic. That's just me. All right, back to your regularly scheduled program. You can now bring your children back in. Well, maybe not. I don't know where he's going yeah, with Pornhub. Not, yeah. not. All right. The uh, Caddy Claus Tour wraps this week. will be in Noonan tonight. If you're listening on Upload Day for the Christmas Parade, starts at seven o'clock. Is Alan Jackson coming? I can't. Denise, I I cannot confirm nor deny Alan Jackson's involvement in his hometown Christmas break. Seriously, I cannot do it. And then Saturday night we're in Hampton, Georgia, home of Atlanta Motor Speedway. What's going on there? A Christmas parade, Donna. Caddy Claus has to be there through like Atlanta Motor Speedway. No, but it's um, the city of Hampton, Georgia. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I was down there uh, this week and rode by Atlanta Motor Speedway. And every time I drive by the speedway, I have to pull in and just do a lap. You know, and my liver starts to, to twitch. Jump. Yeah, a little bit because mm-hmm. it flashes back to the days when I would stay at the race. Race weekend became race weeks mm. for me back then. I would stay for like 10 days. Ed Clark, president of the Speedway at the time. Would he have to ask you to leave? No. <laughs> He's like, okay, the race is over. It's They're bringing over in a fair. <laughs> yeah. Can you leave, sir? Oh, wow. Um, so that's going on with the Caddy Calls tour and, um, if you still need a, a, a gift for the Georgia Bulldog fan on your Christmas list, Gallery Furniture has the uh, limited edition Georgia Bulldog American-made Hinkle rocking chairs, all right, mm. featuring wide armrests, contoured slat seats, whatever that means, sturdy slatted back, and uh, this weekend at Gallery Furniture, available in Georgia Bulldog black, red, and white. And the red Hinkle, Donna, even has a Georgia insignia that's a great gift for someone on your list because i mean i if i got one of those I, I would be i know i would like that would be the best gift because i mean you can just put on your rocking chair you can get out there and rock you can take your little glass of wine out there sit out there get away from your kids you know everybody needs a little area 
little area where they can't find you. You might want to move your little rocker under the porch or something, like under a slat where they can't find you. This weekend, they start at 159 that's it, 159 bucks. That's a great gift. It's a, it really is. And that's a great price point, too, because you these are not these rockers are American made by Hinkle. You know, if you go to one of the places, you know, starts with a W or a T or an H or an L, mm. and you buy you a rocker, chances are they're imported, they're from China, and you're not going to get three rocks in until the paint starts chipping, your back starts hurting, because they're they're just uh they're whimsy. That's what they are. Fl- flimsy. Flimsy and whimsy. Mm-hmm. Hashtag ask for the Wolfman. Ask for Donna. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Brownsbridge Road, Gainesville. Donna has four warehouses in addition to the 16,000 square foot showroom at 1600 Brownsbridge Road in Gainesville. And uh, you buy it or you find it, you see it, you like it, you buy it, you take it home today at Gallery Furniture. And the other big box furniture retailers cannot make you that uh, that pledge. But Donna can. She's cool. She's a great businesswoman. She's smart. And she's our friend. That's right. Gallery Furniture. We have a small ask of you. Three things. Follow this podcast so you don't miss anything coming up. Number two, invite and encourage three people in your circle to enjoy the podcast and listen to the end of each episode because you never know what's going to happen. It's unpredictable around here. And number three, show our sponsors some love. Gallery Furniture, Gainesville. Hashtag ask for the Wolfman, ask for Donna. Dinneraffair.com. $30 off your first order. The promo code is caddy2021, C-A-D-D-Y. Uh, Brightmore Healthcare. And I want to welcome David Burnett and Chris Chitwood and the Fateful Ford family to the podcast. Fantastic. Okay. But this, it became official this week. I love it. It is really, okay. I'm really proud of you. I love it. Three months ago, we, we met on a random Tuesday after I got off the air in Fayetteville. And Chris Chitwood, who's the general manager, and David Burnett is the owner of Fateful Ford. He said to me, listen, I used to listen to you host Crying, Loving, or Leaving when I would be going to the uh, the hateful Ford plant, which is where he worked. Chris has always been a Ford guy. And then as our careers, our professional careers graduated, Chris went on to the day shift at the hateful Ford plant. At the time, I've just been promoted to mornings. And so he said, I would then listen to you doing the morning show when I would be on, on day shift. And we had uh, some great visits, you know, from that three-month mark back to present. And we're excited about this partnership. Uh, the F-150 this year, Donna, for the 40th consecutive year, will be the best-selling truck in America. America's best-selling truck on the road. They are good-looking. And Ram will jump Chevy this year in overall sales for the first time ever. Hmm. Built Ford Tough. That sounds good, Donna. It does. Built Ford Tough. Uh, Delta Atlanta's hometown airline and uh, the Folgers Waking Up Club. How long are they with us? Donna. I'll check the contract. All right. Hype songs. What do you got? Oh, okay. So speaking of my man, Hardy, you know what? Um, I like him. Okay. And it's a, it's actually a trio. It's Hardy, Morgan Wallen and Chris Shiflett. And it is going nowhere. It's the new single. From who? From, oh, hello, Hardy, Morgan Wallen and Chris Shiflett. Right. But who's the lead on the single? Like who's, who's Hardy? Well, I mean, Morgan Wallen, it's actually from Morgan Wallen. Yeah. So, um, it's a great, it's just a fun song. So I'm adding that. I love them. Love them. Love them. How about you? I'm going to add a song from Jason Aldean. All right. Uh, his new single, as a matter of fact, we hadn't talked about this. The fact that we're adding new stuff from country artists. Your Mama is the name of the song. And you may be familiar with it. It's from his album, Georgia. And I have a clip here of Jason Aldean talking. He had a great relationship with his mom growing up as a kid here in Georgia, outside of Macon, Georgia. Here is Jason Aldean for you. My parents got divorced when I was three, and my mom, you know, she was very instrumental, I think, in, in raising me, and, you know, I was her only child, so everything she did sort of revolved around me and what I was doing, whether that be music or, or playing baseball or anything I was in at the time. You know, I remember collecting baseball cards, and she would take me to, you know, these baseball card shows and sit there with me for hours while I would wait for guys to, to get their autographs or whatever. And I've always been super, super close with my mom. It's kind of taught me how to be like that with my kids. And I give her a lot of credit for, for me kind of being the way I am. That's enough. You know what's interesting about what he said is I think most kids, when they look back on time with their parents, what they remember most is time that they spend with them not about what they bought them not about i remember when my dad got me that new car Mm -mm. 
I remember my mom would go and sit at baseball shows with me. You know, I remember, I mean, hope my kids are like, I remember my mom would get up at five in the morning, and drive me to travel softball tournaments. You know what I mean? Um, I think that's, I think it's important to remember too, as we're in this season, that it's not about always what you can give your kids, like gifts, 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 gifts. Just give them your time. Give your time. Yeah. It's a big deal. I'm wearing it. Do you like my shirt? I'm wearing a Santa Claus shirt. I love shirt. it. Reason why we're going to uh, decorate. We're going to put yeah. the tree up tonight after yep. we get done with this. And um, you can go to certain hotels we're going to tell you about in the awesome Alpharetta, Georgia area with the kids. Or not. Have we got an answer about that? Can they tuck? Can Santa tuck adults in? I don't know. We need to get the, I'll talk um, to Janet Rogers. Well, April and they, they wanted you to stop talking about that. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Right now you can see Santa at Avalon through Christmas Eve, December the 24th. Pet photos are Tuesdays from 4 to 7. So exciting. Photos of Santa at North Point Mall's North Pole Outpost through Christmas Eve, December the 24th. Uh, and then families that visit the North Pole Outpost have the opportunity to experience Santa Claus in a visit that's, that's specifically curated for them through the wish list technology that they have. And the North Point Outpost also has uh, some sel- some selfie stuff where you snap your Love selfies that. and put them on your social media. Yes. In a special holiday cookie cafe. Now, tuck-ins with Santa continue at the Hotel at Avalon and the Hilton Alpharetta Atlanta on Wimward Parkway. Santa comes to your room. Well, he knocks on the door, and then you let him in. What? Am, am That's I, what happens. I know. And then uh, he tucks you. he tucks you in. He tucks you in, boys and girls, and reads you a book. Right? So exciting. Like, I mean, I think if I was a kid, like I told you, and Santa Claus showed up the door, I would freak out. First of all, I think I was in trouble. Wouldn't you? Mm. Like, mama's called, I probably was. mama's called Sandy. Like, what's going on? Like, he'd be like, Donna Kay, did you actually, like, pull that little boy's hair or that little girl's hair on the or bus? I'd be alarm. like, no, I didn't. And then Santa Claus would be like, yes, you did, because I see everything. And I'd be like, oh, my God, he's here in person. However, because he sees you when you're sleeping and he, he knows does, when you're awake. and he knows when you're awake. But I mean, what a great experience to give your kids. These upgraded packages include a visit to your hotel room from Santa himself to tuck in the kiddos and deliver a bedtime snack. A magical and unique experience for children of all ages. So come to Alpharetta, our hometown. We've lived here for 20 years. Play a while and stay a while. In awesome Alpharetta, Georgia. So after you play a while and, and you do Santa, whether it's at North Point or uh, at Avalon or at, um, you know, wherever you go. Then you can uh, go shopping and then you can stay here. All right. New Year's Eve. We look ahead to New Year's Eve. Big, big, big going on. Big goings on in, in Alpharetta for New Year's Eve. So we have 30 upscale and modern hotels to make it a getaway or a staycation. Go to awesomealpharetta.com, click the book now button, and you can compare rates and, and, and book and be here. Yeah, now's the time to do it. Look ahead to um, New Year's Eve. And we have so many great restaurants out here. You do not have to go downtown into the city. You don't have to go to Buckhead. You don't have to go anywhere fancy. You don't have to take a $40 Uber ride. Just come over here. And that's the great thing. You don't need an Uber ride. If you go over here and you go to dinner and you, you know, go do all this fun stuff and go to Avalon and go shopping, go to North Point, then you stay at the hotel. There's nothing better. Like, I love this. Like, when you have a full day to do stuff. And then you're like, you just get to go and check back into your hotel. Like, it's so nice. And you like, you get to lay on your bed and watch TV and your jammies and you're just so excited. And you have all these grand plans for all these things you're going to do. But then you just like lay on your bed and you're like, I'm just so happy to be here. I don't need to go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Awesomealpharetta.com. Come to our hometown. Play a while. And then stay a while. Is it just me or is everyone and, and a lot of businesses locking down their bathrooms again? Have you noticed this? Or is it just me? Well, I, I'm seeing it in general, like where like tables are blocked off or I, so I went in somewhere the other day and they had like blocked off this. It was like Zaxby's or something. And they had blocked like 20, off 20, 20 all over again. Well, yeah. Like they try to block off the ketchup. I'm like, no, 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 no. We get weird. We're not going back to block yeah. ketchup. <sighs> Seriously. When I travel to the radio station or, or home from the radio station, it's easy. A 90 minute drive. I was leaving from, from Hampton, Georgia, at some, time, some point this week. And I knew that before I got on 75 northbound from Terra Boulevard, I had to go pee. Because it's once you get on 75, you should be nonstop. You don't want to get off. you know, Because then you're going through downtown, and then you get on 400, and you come up to North Fulton County. On Terra Boulevard, Don, I stopped to Chevron. Mm. And they had, they had um, 
Note on the door said uh, closed because of COVID. I went to a family dollar. They don't have bathrooms. Did you know that? I uh, know. I mean, she looked at me like I was crazy. I went to a CVS. Yeah, the- but here's the thing. You can't, like I do this with my bathroom. Like I understand that at a family dollar CVS because then they're thinking you're going to come in and poop in their bathroom. Like that's I, their that was, space. I was not going to do that. I know. I didn't but, have to poop. But that's different than like a place that has well, the Chevron public didn't. bathrooms. But who has public bathrooms? Do you, well, do, if someone comes to your store and says, do you have a bathroom? Uh, no. Okay. No. But again, because you're not pooping in my bathroom. Now, if you have small children and I, you spend a lot of money, I take a liking to you, I'll let you. But the, the thing about it is like, you can't go to like just any random places. You have to go to like a gas station. But here's my thing that I would have asked them. When the sign said closed because of COVID, did you go up and get like a note? Like, were you like clarification? Like, are we talking Omicron? Are we talking original? Or like 2020. Yeah. Where are we at? Here's I think COVID what, part due. Like, think, what are we? I think a lot of businesses, when they shut down their bathrooms in 2020 because of the pandemic and COVID, I think they thought, you know what? This and ain't so di- bad. Right, because they don't have to clean them. Yeah. And I think that's what's happening in a lot of places. And these people can hold their pee or I whatever. Should, well, I can't. I, Donna, I was about to die. I had three, I had three big Bojangles styrofoam cups of sweet tea. Okay, let's just start that there. That morning. That, you have the beaties. Okay. The beaties. What did you have about uh, cream cheese or something? Oh, my God. Kraft's going to pay you not to use cream cheese for Christmas. I mean, I read that wrong. I thought it said that they're going to pay you $20,000, like if you come up with the best. No, and they're not going to pay you $20,000, but I mean, they're going to, there is a cream cheese shortage. Okay. I sent this to you. There's a cream cheese shortage. And so you get paid, I think they pay you $20 if you will agree not to do, I guess not to use cream cheese or something or to use something else. I don't know. Kraft will pay you $20 to not make cheesecake. There we go. Is that just anybody? No, no, what this is, is a is a very calculated campaign. Marketing move. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah absolutely it is. We'll include it in the letter this Saturday, all right? Like when all those Find people, remember when people were trying, there was that huge push for when people were trying to get people to use applesauce in cakes instead of like um, yes, butter or something? Yes, yes. yes. If, I don't know what that is, Don. Well, you got to get it. What is that? My God, that's huge. Okay, go get it right now. What? With what? Just get like like a like a a magazine or what something. What is that? Is that a spider? I don't know, but okay, get a magazine. Finish. We're about done with this episode. We'll finish. This no, it's <laughs> he's fine, Don. He's fine. Okay, he's fine. So says a man that's getting ready to fall on his head. Um, dinner fair is going to cut off delivery for the year, so they can have time with their families. In Atlanta on Monday and Tuesday, the twentieth and twenty first. If you're listening on Upload Day. Thursday the 16th, that would be this coming Monday and Tuesday. All right, want to make you aware of that. Running out of time for delivery. So get to dinneraffair.com, put in your order, um, and don't miss out on your delivery window because they shifted all delivery areas for Monday and Tuesday. So if your normal day, say, was a Friday for delivery, you'll be able to receive delivery on Monday or Tuesday. So it's, it's, it's pretty awesome, especially with the holidays coming up and you have family coming in. You want some some meals that are going to be easy to to throw out there and to prepare and to Put it on the table, right? Yeah. I mean, you don't want to be cooking. You don't want to be dealing with that. And now's a great time to jump into Dinner Affair. New year, new resolutions. You're going to, you know, eat more at home. We are on a roll right now, my friend. We have been eating out, eating out, eating out, eating out. And, you know, we've said it a lot that you sometimes you're in that period, but you have to almost just jerk yourself out of it. And the best way to do it is to have meals available and ready for you. Um, one of our pod peeps, Billy Oliver, a great pod listener, he started Dinner Affair and he loved it. He said, the only, I said, was there anything? Because we always want to know, did uh-huh. you know, the only downside was he has a son who's like, Will used to be here, who they got like the normal portion for their family, but the son eats for like four people, like our son used to. So that's easy. You just go up. Once you know that, you just go up a few sizes um, to get some extras. And that's also if you want leftovers. If you're someone who likes to take leftovers into work the next day, Dinner affair is great for that. Step step up. Yeah. Uh, with the servings or with the dinners. Um, your meals are created for two people, four people, or six people. All right. 12 chef-created dinners served two apiece. $199. That's unbelievable. For unbelievable. For 12 chef-crafted dinners. Everything that you need to prepare your dinner, which you'll be able to do in less than 25 minutes. Most of them, the dinner's less than 15. Every ingredient that you need has already been uh, chopped and sliced and weighed and pre-cut and come in individual Ziploc bags. 
leave out what you don't want or what the kids don't like. Double down on what you do, all right? Caddy 2021 is the promo code C-A-D-D-Y at dinneraffair.com. Free delivery here in the Atlanta area to your, your front door. And not like a courier service. Like no. they, they have drivers that deliver your meals in, in huge uh, cooling bags with, with dry ice in them. Free delivery, no contract, dinner affair ships nationwide, and a money-back guarantee. Dinneraffair.com. I want to mention quickly that a new podcasting survey has come out. Podcasting, we know, is, is has been on the rise for quite some time. Not only has the number of U.S. adults who consume podcasts at least monthly increased this year, so has the amount of time they spend listening. In radio, that's called TSL, time spent listening. Correct. And what you're trying to do to fuel your ratings in radio is to increase your time spent listening. If you listen to the morning show when I was there at the former Kicks 101.5, or you listen to the afternoon show now on the Bear 92.5, if you listen, say, for 15 minutes a day, an afternoon, I want to get you to increase that to 22 minutes, so increasing TSL. Kind of the same concept with podcasting. Half of listeners report increasing their podcast listening time during the past six months. That's fantastic. Yeah. And we're very grateful and thankful. Yes. 41% predict they will bump up their podcast listening hours in the coming six months. Yeah. And if we you endorse that. Yeah, we do. If you have someone that's a friend of yours and they're like, I just don't know how to do podcasts. Cause that's what, that's what most people who do not listen to podcasts are just, it's like anything when you're so set in your ways and you're like, I don't know. It's not broke. I, I hate the radio. I hate the shows I'm listening to, but I don't know how to do this thing. It is the easiest thing to do. Easiest thing to do. Most people in their cars now have Apple CarPlay or another way to do it. it all you're doing is changing your source to your phone and you just listen as you go. And if you have an iPhone, is, is it purple? I'm colorblind. The, the, yep. The little podcast, the podcast button. The podcast app. Yeah. So, uh, and then if there. you subscribe to our podcast, the the episode comes in. Um, Auto download. Yeah, at midnight usually. Um, and here's the thing: even if you don't want to listen to us, if you'll just like hit the download button, that helps. Okay. And just listen for a few minutes, and then move on. If you're like, if it's not your cup of tea, I mean, we hope it is. I can't imagine it wouldn't be, but you know. Audio for this episode from Broken Bow Records and Jason Aldean and the Fox Television Network. Our thanks to executive producer Carl Appen. This podcast of the My Second Act podcast, or this episode of the My Second Act podcast. Produced by Preston Thompson, PT, host of the Georgia Politics Podcast. PT is also editor of The Letter. The Letter is a component of this podcast. It's our uh, e-newsletter. Hit your inbox every Saturday morning at 9.10. Absolutely free. It's a fun four-minute read. You can sign up to receive it. Text left on red. No spaces. Red is the color. R-E-D. To the number. What's the number, Don? Did you even know? I don't know, but I miss Preston so much. I, I feel so sad. Where did the spider go? Where did the it's spider moving. go? It's moving. I just miss Preston. We have to go back into the studio because I miss him. Um, let's see here. Uh, production assistance from Steve Mitchell. Which, can we just say, uh, we don't just say that. We actually had to place an emergency call to Steve before we, yeah, before started, we started, this recording little, this episode. started this little thing. Uh, production assistance provided by Steve Engel. Or, uh, Steve Mitchell of Engel Studios in Atlanta. Um, what else have we got? New episodes. On Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the App and Podcast Network. Catch up as you travel for the holidays. And when you're around family and friends during the holidays, recommend the a- Cadillac Jack, my second together. act podcast. That, and then write a five-star review. Please. That'd be our Christmas gift. And we'd be yes. so, we would be so excited for that. Yes. All right, that and some socks and underwear. Please. Please.